my husband, Scott, did one episode of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Uh, so who's your guest today? And I was like, um, remember Winnie Cooper? <laughs> so there's this movie called Sausage Party. What are you up to, Amanda? Oh, you know, it's the end of summer. It's I'm I'm like it's not the end of summer. Hold on, we are in the middle I'm of a heat wave. Already. I know school's going to start so early in the South. It, it is, it's the end of summer. But I can't believe you don't want to get rid of your kids. Like, I, who are you? They're so fun. It's weird that you like your children that much. I okay. Look, don't get me wrong. They are normal children, and they get annoying sometimes. <laughs> but like this age rat, the know, six year olds and the nine year old, they're creative and they still think I'm cool a little and like they want to do all the things that I want to do oh hold on and you have girls they will like the things you like they'll want to talk about your wedding my kids won't talk about my wedding <laughs> but Riker too like yesterday I took them on this mural tour I took them all around Asheville and showed them all the big murals and we they looked about- at art with you yes isn't that the greatest thing and then we went home I'm and so we jealous. made our own mural on the oh, back of our wall. What? Yes. Okay. Can we see a picture of this? Did you post it? Yeah, I will post it. Okay, you got to post it. And it is so cute. It's Baby Yoda. Oh. And they did it all. We I did took it my in kids chalk, to like not one summer. I took my kids to the Louvre, uh, the Uffizi, um, to the Vatican, and they were just so bored. I got one of them in the Louvre to be interested in a photo in a in a painting, big po- painting. I think it was like a war painting. And I got him into it, and Mark is in the back going, can we go now? And I was like, get away from me. I got one to talk about art with me. I was so yeah. excited. I, I mean, I'm just soaking it up. I know this isn't going to be like a last forever kind of phase, but uh, I've just, I really loved it this year. I'm so sad. It's like. I know. We did just some fun. Like, my kids are best when they're like out in the wild, in the woods, camping or lake mm-hmm. or on the water or something. So we did a lot of that. We did Costa Rica and Tahoe and just. It was paradise, nice, but it was yeah, and I, like, and now I'm deep into work again, and yeah, going after it, gearing up for that Christmas life. Gearing up, <laughs> Christmas is all year round in my. I know it is. I'm excited. <laughs> well, I'm excited about uh, today's guest. Actually, this is someone that Tucker, my little nine year old, who's running around with your little nine year old out there, um, is super excited about. And her so, little nine year old, well, and her her eleven year old. Yeah, yeah. This I love this interview. I we're. we're We've just finished it. Yeah, we just completed our interview. And I'm floored by her. I did not expect to just, like, connect with someone so quickly. She's so sweet. And so, like... Smart and innocent. Brilliant. And just exactly the way you'd imagine her. You you know know how you said that... uh, What's his name? Family Ties guy. Michael Gross. Michael Gross is effervescent. Yes. So is she. Yeah. She... Like our, our idol Dolly. She's the girl next think, door. Yes. She's the quintessential girl next door. Well, let's, everyone's girl next door. Let's let's tell everyone who we got coming in today. We got my friend Danica McKellar coming in. Winnie Cooper. Winnie Cooper. Um, She is one of the queens of Christmas, like undisputed one of the 100%. queens of Christmas. Um, And every guy, like, I what, 35 and above? Actually, you can include my nine-year-old in this. First crush. Because sure. she was Winnie Cooper. On the Wonder Years. I wanted to be Winnie Cooper. Oh, me too. I mean, partly because I wanted to kiss Fred Savage, but um, <laughs> but also because, I mean, she's, she's stunning and she's so, like, her disposition is so Fine. sweet. Yes. yes. Sweet. You just want to be around her. Um, she started her career, well, not her career, but she started dancing in her mom's studio with her sister when she was a little girl. And that, like, let her know that she loved performing. And so she moved from La Jolla, California to L.A. to begin acting in 1982. 
She was on the Twilight Zone when she got her part on Winnie Cooper. She had already done Twilight Zone. I know. I'm kind of jealous about that, too. And then, of course, she was Winnie Cooper for six years making googly eyes. And her first real kiss was Fred Savage on the show. Um, but that must have been awkward, too. I can say that. Doing that in front of everyone. Screen kisses, especially when it's your first. I can't even imagine. That. I know. We didn't ask Next her about time. it. But I'm sure there's I'm sure she's been asked about that. I'm sure times. she has. We talked about other things with her because um, she admits to struggling from making the switch from child to adult actor. Um, but she came out on the other side with style. Mm-hmm. She's ton- she's filmed tons of like Lifetime, Hallmark, mystery shows, Christmas movies. And now she is working with the Great American Family channel mm-hmm. and she's making all of her movies for them now. So yes. you can check her out there. Um, she also has a movie called The Winter Palace that's on the Great American Family channel. She is also, well, she's starred in dozens of TV shows, voiced great characters in animation. She danced in the 18th season of Dance with Stars. And she's appeared in music videos, but she's also a brilliant mathematician. I know. An author. Uh, an author. She wrote 11 books for children on math. Um, and all age children, not just little kids. There's middle school level. There's high school level. I think level. she sort of started with the higher. Because she did yeah. one called Math Doesn't Suck. And I think that's for a little bit more. Like, that's like elementary school children. But then she has Kiss My Math. She has Hot X, Algebra Exposed. She has Girls Get Curves, which is about geometry taking shape. Um, Good Night Numbers is a kid's book and uh, Do Not Open This Math Book is another one that I've actually I've read. And Good Night Numbers is the one that connected her with Dolly. Oh, yeah. Which is how we got her in town today. Yeah, she's going to talk about Dolly, her movie with Dolly and how she connected with Dolly. And um, and also now she's got on the shelves right now, brand new, hot off the press. She's got Double Puppy Trouble, which is sounds so cute. My sister It is adorable. I sent it to my sister, to her, my niece. And my sister's a math teacher, and my niece is five, and my niece is brilliant already, but she really connected with this book, and it really taught her about, like, the power of I gotta get it number for my two girls. and, like, exponents and all that. Um, so, uh, guys, I want to bring in today my friend. I'm super excited. Let's chat with Danica McKellar. Danica, thank you for hey. coming in today. I <laughs> can't believe we made this work. I know. I know. I'm so excited so you're fun. here. And oh my gosh, we have a very strange history. Like, I don't know. Do you want to explain it? Like, I feel like. <laughs> I mean, well, okay. It actually dates back to longer ago than you might think because my husband, Scott, had a very brief stint acting and did one episode of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh. <laughs> yes, he did. It was like it was a Halloween episode. I know because we still get the SAG checks for oh, it, which must be awesome. Yeah. yeah. So his uh, residuals are like the best thing in he the world. He played like a jock, you know. Okay. I don't know. He was at a party. And- oh my gosh, that was probably our first. I think that was maybe our first Halloween episode. Was we did a big party thing, and I had to. I think I duplicated myself so that I could be in two places at once. I had to be at two. I don't know. That sounds familiar. I did see the episode at some point. You did? first we're dating. I'm going to have to go rewatch it. I haven't, as Amanda knows, I haven't, like, I don't ever watch my shows. Do you ever watch your shows? Do you watch your stuff back? No. I mean, sometimes. If you have to live tweet it. Right. Exactly. But that's it. Like, otherwise you're like, I'm done with that. I finished. (laughs) I have no idea what that's like. Like, zero. Do you listen back to the podcast? How about that? Only because I have to, to, like, approve everything. Oh, okay. <laughs> but if you didn't have to, like, do you listen, so you don't listen to it again. Like, it's not like no. it's so, like, right, right. No. for it's pleasure. Not, you know, It's not like hey, you're binging it. I'm going to kick back I and mean, watch I'm a my fan of us, yes, but I'm not <laughs> that kind of fan of us. Right. Well, you're, you're working on the, on the next episodes. I mean, right, right there's stuff right. to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, I have to tell you, my son Tucker, we were trying to figure out uh, a family show that we could watch together as a family. Um, we wanted something, my husband and I were like, we need something like appointment television where Every night we watch one episode of something or at least 
twice a week or something, what should that show be? And we decided Wonder Years was the show. Amazing. So we as a family, but my teenagers, of course, were just sort of like, yeah, yeah, we'll we'll meet you down there. We'll we'll come down and watch, you know, in the living room. And like kind of never showed up, but our nine-year-old got obsessed. Amazing. So he was very excited. He actually asked me today. It's like the first time he's ever, well, it's the first time he's ever come to the studio. So all of our kids are right now outside. So if you hear a lot of noise, guys, that's what's going on. Yeah. But um, <laughs> but it's funny because he, he suddenly today on the drive over here, he's like, so who's your guest today? And I was like, um, remember Winnie Cooper? <laughs> he's like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, she's going to be there. And he's like, no way. Aww. So it was it, it, that was. It's funny that, that your your show just like how does it feel that it just keeps going? Yeah. No, it's just incredible. It's timeless. It is. I mean, it was it was a period piece, and so we didn't have any issues there. And so it was we we played on all the universal themes and the, the universal feelings that kids have. And one of the things about that show was it was really the first of its kind to honor the kids' experience yeah, as opposed to from everything from the adult's point of view and the parents' and point of view. And not being like a Nickelodeon cheesy kid, like the kids are smarter than the parents sort of aspect. Right, no, the real, yeah, the real experience of yeah. a kid growing up and all the ups and downs and all the strong emotions that we have at that time. Yeah, that's why I loved it. I mean, I mean, that's why everybody loves it. And that's why you're like every guy's first crush. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. But then, of course, all your Christmas movies and your mystery movies, like, and now you're working on Great American Family. But you've also you started on Lifetime, right? Then went to Hallmark, yeah, Lifetime, and now you're at Hallmark, and now Great, Great American, American Family. Family. Yeah, so fun. But like, you know, it's all about it's all about making movies that that enrich people's lives and make them feel good. And for me, and and the stuff even I did at Lifetime was not like some of the Lifetime stuff. It was more yeah. a little more good natured. It, it's it's for me, it's about putting positive energy into the world. Yeah, because there is so much craziness out there, and I just want people to be reminded of. Of the good side of human nature and to be reminded what they can do if they're feeling down or like the Christmas movies. I feel like we we give people ideas for Christmas traditions and remind them how to celebrate. I just give them a place to, I always feel like, you know, Christmas, as much as we all think of it as like, it's a time of hope, but as much as we all think of it as like celebration and whatnot, for so many people, it's painful, I think. Uh-huh. And so I think that when they watch these movies, they have a happy ending. They know how it's going to end. They can bake their cookies while they watch it. You know, like, I always feel like it's just a, a feel-good, no surprises, you know. It's right. not like Game of Thrones or something where someone's going <laughs> to die and not come right. back next you week. Get, you know? get attached to a character and then suddenly they're gone. And they're gone. Yeah, Their head's no, on no, a pike. Every, every, but <laughs> many times you get to meet the, see these same characters four times over, which is great. Yeah. yeah. Christmas sequels are my favorite. Personally. Sequels, yes. yeah. They're very rare, though. At they least, are rare. Yeah. It's, I, I wish I could do a sequel. There's so many I would do a sequel on on my movies that I've done. But would you? Yeah. I don't get the opportunity. Yeah, I no, because want... they're so fun and you get to you get attached to the cast members and yeah. three and a half weeks later, it's you're done. And we're like, oh, let's do a sequel. Yeah. And then it never happened. It never well, happened. ladies. <laughs> I top, know. top, make it happen. Well, the reason it doesn't happen <laughs> is because the love story that happens is the most exciting part of that. And so the complete. sequel, it's complete. It's done. And, like, I've done some where, like, it's very rare because they really don't let you do it anymore where the girl doesn't get the guy or the guy doesn't get the girl. But I've done a few of those. And um, there was one where I was in love with the Nutcracker. But at the end of Christmas, he had to go back to being a piece of wood. So how are you going to, you know, as much as I want the Nutcracker to come back every year, she probably needs to find love in flesh. Right. <laughs> so, you know. Yes, that's fair. Okay, the sequel is Pinocchio. Okay. Oh, yeah. Go okay. with me. Okay. And Pinocchio Nutcracker comes to life. 
And everything is I'm amazing. Really love, I love it. Yeah, yes. yeah. The, oh, the fairy this, can come down and grant him. Yes, absolutely. Fairies can do anything. We can do that. See, I know. This is we why we trust you with our holidays every year. <laughs> Thank you. Like she yeah, said, good feeling stuff. Creativity is just oozing out. <laughs> Writing itself. We can. <laughs> so how does that, so tell us, I know you've got this new book out. I'm so excited. Yes, okay, yeah. So so in addition to acting, I've been writing these math books. 11 of them. 11. Oh, oh, we I, have another one too. Hang on. I, uh, I took a break from acting in college to get a degree in mathematics. Of all things. Oh, my gosh. I Where love math. Go? I went to UCLA. Oh, okay. I love math. I love making math fun for kids because when I was in middle school, I was terrified of math. I would literally come home and cry because uh. I was afraid of my math homework. And I just discovered, like, midway through that year, a new teacher came in and made it fun. I was like, oh, wait, it's the presentation, not the actual material. I'm not actually stupid. But kids always think it's them. They never think, oh, well, this teacher just isn't doing a good job explaining it. So... Where were I, you when I was 12? Well, and that's the thing. Like, So I started writing books that I wish that I'd had. So I started off with Math Doesn't Suck, which is from middle school all the way up through high school geometry. Mm-hmm. So all like the hard stuff to learn. And then I went back and started doing little kid books, starting with Goodnight Numbers. This is the little floppy version of it um, for Imagination Library. Yes. Comes but it comes, mail. Yeah. If, if you, yeah, if you subscribe to Imagination Library, which oh, is Dolly uh, Parton's charity, amazing. How do people sign up for that? They just go online? You have to find out if it's available in your area. I I wish I, that yeah. had been available I think it's Imagination. little. I think it's just imaginationlibrary.com. It is. Okay. Yeah. yeah so cool. I started writing books to help, you know, the youngest of kids to start making really happy associations with math. And this new one, Double yeah. Puppy Trouble, is one of those fun books that just sneaks in a math lesson. It's really the story about this girl who wants more of everything. She finds this magic wand that turns like whatever you're looking at and you point at it, it doubles it. Okay. So um, when she points it at their puppy, it the button gets stuck. And that's fun. so they double and double and double and double. And so you're learning this, this you know, sort of sneaking in the math lesson of, wow, this is the power of doubling. This is how quickly numbers get fast. But at the end of the day, it's a story of learning that less is more and learning how to um, to really um, respect your siblings. Because at the beginning of the story, she, like, has no time for her little brother. And then it turns out they kind of work together to solve the problem. And it's a really sweet Nice family story. I love for kids. the um, the the. I guess it's graphics in a book. I was going to say animation. Oh, right? illustrations. illustrations. Yeah. No, oh, she is amazing. Josie Massey. She Beautiful. did a great yeah. job. She also illustrated uh, my book, The Times, <clears throat> The Times Machine. The Times Machine is multiplication and division with time travel. Because come on, yeah. Uh, I need this book. <laughs> and that one teaches. I know, I'm like, you all I'm thinking I'm going to get that for Tucker now. Yes. Yes. He's nine. That's perfect. Yeah. Yes. The Times Machine. But you, um, you sent one of these to my niece, and my sister's a math teacher, and she gave it rave reviews. Um, so, so she said glad. her kindergartner is loving this and the, <laughs> the whole idea of the twos, like, you know, learning. Um, so she's, I mean, it, it, you said earlier to me outside that um, it's like having your meatloaf and sneaking in your. Like vegetables, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. So it is like that. It's like a great story. My girlies need this one. Yeah, beautiful. I have twin six-year-olds. Oh my gosh! Yes, it's perfect. It's for perfect. Them. Yeah, and they might also if they're six, um, first grade. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I've got a book called "Do Not Open This Math Book." Oh okay. yeah, and I have that one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. It's like addition and subtraction, but all the crazy Common Core things we're teaching now. I teach it that way and the regular way using have cartoons, and stories, tools. Yeah, and also there's the um, resource guide at the back. It's called the New Math Translation Guide for Grownups because everything has changed. So yeah, yeah. I'm gonna need to look at that again. And the Times Machine has one of those too. So I just want to know how did you? Okay, so you learned that you wanted to get you want you, that the presentation was everything, and you wanted to present math, but like. How do you have to, okay, acting-wise, like you can pop into a character and learn your lines and step on set. How do you keep up with math 
to a level where you can like write books about like is there something you have to do constantly to oh like the math itself yeah no like no are you I mean I feel like I don't use math unless I'm leaving a tip so (laughs) I don't know like how do you use math still you know the one book that I had to go back and sort of reteach myself some stuff on was when I did the high school geometry book because that you don't really use very often but I mean I was a math major so for four years I was entrenched in I mean the algebra that I used was just like every it's like adding and subtracting that's just a given that's part of everything you do um so that i never had to what's refresh the, what's anything. the movie with uh goodwill hunting where he's like writing all the equations <laughs> yeah. on the yeah. wall is that you Are you like you know what that movie okay i remember the time watching it and just starting to understand what he was starting to write and then they cut away i was like well they just uh, cut away i wanted to see the math <laughs> oh that's right nobody at all cares about that part right that's why they would cut because that's not what this movie is actually for but i was i was like just i was either a math major at the time we're just having finished and I found it very frustrating. I feel like you need to go work on young Sheldon because I have to constantly when I'm directing over there I have to like they're, they're always bringing in experts to like do the equations on the on the board on the or you know but it's more like uh, what physics I guess it's more physics stuff but it's well, physics uses math. I mean, yeah. And math is the language of the sciences. Oh look at you. See and I love math. My family and I think my husband's family or at least yeah my husband's family too all kind of think in math turn like I prefer numbers. When I'm memorizing my lines, I memorize it by how many words are in the sentence, how many sentences are in my line, how many lines I have that really? scene. Yeah, so I kind of do it by number. I have to do it by letter as well. I have to be like, oh, well, this line that's tripping me up has three T's in it or something. But Sometimes I'll do that. Or I'll combine, like if there's for some reason one word into the next is just tripping me up, yeah. I'll create a new word that's the middle, like the last couple of syllables of one word and the first couple of syllables of the next. Okay. And then that, and I just say that a couple of times. Okay. Oh, that's so many tricks. That one. There's so yeah. many tricks, but I feel like most of the time, if I can count it out, I can I can remember it because I know. Okay, I have three sentences. Do I? Okay, I can think of the first two. What's the third one? You know. So right. So right, I know if yeah. I'm there or I'm not there, and yeah. I know where I need to focus more. But, um, but my whole family, like my sister being a math teacher, yes, it's amazing. My father-in-law is a CPA. Like I feel like there's just a lot of numbers in our family. Although I don't feel like I can do math anymore. You know, the math quadratic is- equation was my favorite thing growing up. Though. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? I mean, I, yeah, I have in my book, Hot X, which is the algebra book, uh, I do this whole story about this little girl who goes into a mall and and each moment of the story helps you memorize the next section of the quadratic formula. Oh, I love that. And you do a big thing on like Pi Day too, yeah. right? On 314, <laughs> you do like a whole... Yeah, March 14th, 3.14. Well, I have a song. You have a song. I have a song. And a you're in this song. pretty dress and you're like laying yes. in the field. Oh my yes. gosh, you got to show the kids that. I, ha- I This is all news to me. You yes. have to go okay. back go Dance, back to March yeah. 14th and look at her Instagram or and just, you'll find or, it. Or, or Write just, it down. Or if you go to Mckellar Math. Oh, okay. uh, dot com, MckellarMath.com on fun links, uh-huh. scroll down and you'll see the video for A Dance of the Sugar Pie Fairy. Dance of the Sugar yes. Pie Fairy. So I love it. To the tune of Dance Sugar Pie I need to memorize it. I feel it's, like... Well, and that's why I wrote the song, because I thought, you know what? I First of all, I was a math major and could only recite like five digits of pie. And I'm like, what's going on? And then there was a song. Do you know Chris Hardwick? Yeah. yeah. So he wrote, he and his partner um, uh, at the time, the Harden Firm, <laughs> they wrote a song, a pie song. And it was like more of a chant. Three point one four one five nine six two five two five eight nine seven nine three two three eight four six two six four. So and and I so I was like okay well that's cool but I want something more melodic something yeah. more like girl girly you know I like. Do you remember all of it like from the song? 
No. Okay. That's about as much. The song that I wrote, I can do most of it. I wonder if we got confused. Do you know that it was on my whatever Wikipedia was before Wikipedia? Whenever I would go do an interview, I just remember this. They'd always ask if I could recite pi up to 99 digits or something like that. Why? I think it might have been you. (laughs) That they they were confusing me with or something like. (laughs) I would always get asked that. And I was like, no. No. (laughs) 3.14 is like all I know. I don't know what you're talking about. No, yeah. it's so weird. Well, I was, I was like, asked that a lot, from? and I was like, "Well, that there, this is a legit question. And I should be able to answer this." So the song that I wrote has 139 digits of pi. Oh, okay. wow! So that's a lot. So I figure that's pretty good. You yeah. Know? So yeah, she, that's our achievers right. edition. I'm gonna make right. Tucker memorize pie. that, and then he can impress his third grade class that's this year. Well, if he's obsessed <laughs> with Winnie Cooper, then he's obsessed with Winnie Cooper, and he is actually really good at math. He is dyslexic, it. so he has trouble with reading, but he's actually. With numbers, he he can he sees smart. things. Yeah, he's got a, a pretty decent IQ, so he can keep up with math stuff. And at least, thank God, thank God, there's something <laughs> that comes easily to that child. I'm um, very thankful for that and good tutors. But uh, but you and you homeschool, right? Yes. How do you like? What made you make that decision? Well, a very you know like so Draco's dad travels for work. I travel for work. Um, Draco hated school. We had him in like preschool and kindergarten and stuff. And he just, either it was way too easy or they were weird and strict. And I was like, what's going on? I can teach him this. And he knows everything they're trying to teach him right now already. In terms of, he was a very early reader and of course the math thing. I mean, I can do more math than they can. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, so, um, I thought, well, let's just do this for a while and see how it goes. And it just worked so well. And then, Going up to Canada for work or whatever, it was yeah. just he just it, goes with you. Oh, goes so jealous with me. I have to ever oh, since my so kids great. have been school age, I have to leave. Like yeah. when they're in elementary school, I would pull them out a lot. But now that they're in high school, and middle school, yeah. I really can't. Right, and and they suffer when they do. And we've moved around a lot trying to figure out where we're going to be. And unfortunately, like their schooling, and especially with COVID, it all just yeah. Because I realized I'm not a homeschool teacher. I can't. <laughs> it's not something that comes <laughs> naturally to me at all. I don't have the patience to sit with each of them and try to you know have them do their work. So. Um, we were so reliant on the school system, but how do you, like how does the social aspect of that work? Sports, playdates, okay. you know, um, you set things up like you make sure that there's like just intentionality. Yeah, yeah. is that a word? That's a word, right? So just, I like it. It felt good. Not, I like, okay, I mean, we all know good. what you mean, and that's what language is right. for. It's probably, it's probably a word. <laughs> I'm going with it. We made it anyway. Yeah. Um, okay. What are you? So you're well. You're into math. Yeah. <laughs> but and you're into your son. We know that. I I know just from just watching your Instagram and just that you're just a fabulous mom. Oh, thank you. I love being a mom so much. I just, it's, I feel so grateful. And I think being like an older parent too, I just have an appreciation for it. And I, I know, I know to absorb and just take in every moment because it's not going to last forever. I mean, they say childhood is perishable. Oh, (laughs) yeah. I've never How? heard that. I've heard the days are long, but the years are short and I'm feeling that for sure. Yeah. But especially now that I have a 16 year old and he's like, Literally had a conversation last night about how I have to let him, like, do his thing. I was like, no, you have to be home by 10 p.m. He's like, no, but you don't understand. You're just being too much of a parent. And I'm like, that's my job. I am. Yes, I am a parent. <laughs> so, yeah. But, yeah, I'm, I'm seeing it. And, like, my nine-year-old, I'm still, like, I, and I, I, I do too much with Tucker to, like, come on, sleep with me. You can sleep in my bed. Or Now I'm like, please don't. Please get out. Please, like, leave me alone. But I'm so sad summer's coming to an end, and I have to, like, give mine back to school. Oh, I can't wait. 
I'm like, had magic like I have summer. to get them out of the house a little bit. I have three boys. That Last night there was a Nerf war in my house with about six kids <laughs> at, at 11 o'clock at night. My husband wasn't home, so the Little kids felt like they could just— everywhere. Yellow balls, the blue things with the tips. Like, I yes, mean, the, yes. It was, I, this morning I woke up a bunch of teenagers and was like, go clean up the balls. <laughs> like, yep. can't vacuum the floor if the balls are on the floor. So, yeah. Those the, little Nerf bullets are everywhere. Oh, my gosh. I find them and then in the dogs shoes. I find them, like, on top of furniture. I'm like, oh, how, where did this— they you haven't been there for seven it. years. You have no idea. <laughs> I Everywhere, I keep pocket like I they're, I, they're constantly in my pocket because I uh-huh. pick them up all around the house all the time. I, I like I'm usually pretty good about putting away. Every now and then, I put one in the trash. Uh. Yeah, that's a confession. <laughs> that should have been my secret. <laughs> That is, I, I throw just, away like, the you know what? Nerf I'm not anywhere near, and this is not anywhere we're going away. Just, we won't even miss it. No one will ever know about it. I know. I got to start keeping like buckets and stuff like around. It's it's ridiculous. So that's what I was dealing with last night. I'm like, I got a little tired. I was like, do I let them? Ah. My husband wasn't home, so I was like, he's usually the one that's like, I'm going to bed. I need it quiet. And I was like, ah, have fun. Just clean it up in the morning, please. Yeah. But um, but what are you what are you into? What's like your Ugh. what's your what's your like escape? What's your vacation? What's your like thing to do? Um. Honestly, like go on, like relax on the couch with my husband and just watch something. What do you? What do you go to? Like reality documentary? Like what do you? No, I mean we tried all sorts of things. First of all, during the pandemic, we tried. We even tried that tiger. Tiger, oh, tiger King. Oh, we couldn't stand it. <laughs> my husband couldn't. I had to watch. Could not myself. stand it. I uh, speaking of like hype that you don't get. Like I was like, what? No. Um, just turn this off. Uh, we we've watched all sorts of stuff. We actually. We like everything from like Grace and Frankie mm. to um, Barry. Oh yeah, you know yeah. it just needs to be well done. Like whatever the genre is, if it's well done, like we're in. Yeah, uh, we don't have a lot of time for that, so we try to pick and choose. But those are like the shows we kind of go between. Have not seen season three yet of Barry because I heard it wasn't as good. And I, but I, I haven't watched it yet. I I've got to watch yeah, it I at all. Tell it. us no, about I Barry. Haven't. You would love it. Okay, any actor any anyone who's been in the business for any amount of time you would love it because it's essentially so Barry is an assassin okay who was trying to get out of that business but his very last hit is this guy in an acting class who is like cheating on someone or whatever so he goes to like to scope out his hit and uh, falls in love with acting oh. <laughs> <laughs> so he's he's trying to juggle okay right down. oh it's, it's so funny that's funny because it's everything relatable, like if you've ever been around the business, or even, even if you just are interested in movies and interested in what it's like to be in an acting class. So now and Henry Winkler plays the acting teacher. Oh, really? A super self-important acting teacher. You would love oh, I it. I love Henry. Henry, well, we love God, Henry him. just keeps working. Man. Well, and he well, has, great. he's changed reading for dyslexic kids. Oh, he's yeah. Put out. He's really? Got, oh, he's got dyslexic books has about dyslexia. dyslexia. And he helped create dys. Or what's it called? Dyslexia, a font specifically yeah. for dyslexic readers. One of his really? books yeah. was one of my son Brady's favorite books in I think it was fifth grade and he was going to do a report on it but they didn't have the book hadn't come out yet Henry had been so sweet and given me a, a like prelim copy uh-huh. and then um he didn't uh it didn't come out and so the teachers were like well we can't do a report on this because we haven't we can't read it so <laughs> oh. he had to stop reading well he stopped reading it loan you like, the book I can't even I can't even do sure. a report on it yeah I know I could have given the book I guess but Brady was still like struggling through it but um but he just loved it he was it was like one of the first books he actually liked yeah Henry's so cool. a, oh, I gotta watch that because he's so fun to watch oh, too. oh you'd love it you'd love Barry. what's it on I wrote it down I'm gonna watch it FX HBO HBO okay okay I think so we just do everything on iTunes we just buy things yeah. a la carte because we don't watch enough TV to like we just downgraded our Netflix subscription downgraded that? well because like it's an option well because they just like they just they just uh uh made it more expensive so 
Oh. But only, but if you could put it on like four TVs or something, we were like, ah, let's put it on one TV. It's 10 bucks, I think, if you put it on one TV. Yeah. So we're saving 10 bucks a month. I was like, I'm not. I, we I don't have to. We don't all need that. to watch Stranger Things at the same time on four different TVs. <laughs> like, we, can, <laughs> right, right, right. we can all watch it together or one at a time. But um, so, okay, so Barry, what about like, are there any old shows? Like, obviously, people still watch like me, still watch your show from when you were young. Are there any like classics that you still will, will dig into? Oh my gosh. I mean, you know, I love Bewitched. Oh, oh. the original. Yeah, the original yes. one. And actually, um, Great American Family airs Bewitched, um, which is oh, really cool. so fun. Yeah. I think they also do like the Beverly Hillbillies. Oh. Stuff, like <laughs> really going way back. Yeah. That's really fun. I know. I want to watch that in Green Acres again. I Green feel like. And MASH. Acres. I have such a fina- fascination with MASH, although yes, I, I did try to get back into it, but it was a little, I, I don't know, the first one. The first one, it's fun. The characters are so fun, but it's also... It's a little bit dark, I think. Mash yeah. just thinks, makes me think of being at home sick from school when I was a kid. <laughs> and there, that was what was on during the day. You know, gr- all of those shows. Green Acres, I Love Lucy, MASH. Yeah. Um, speaking of uh, staying at home sick, um, we used to have to watch game shows like Jeopardy. And then Fred Savage and I, I was so jealous that you got to kiss him when you were young. <laughs> all I wanted to do was work with Fred Savage. And um, became friends with him later on in our 20s, went on a couple couple dates like uh like double dating mm-hmm. and um and but he only because he and I played on Jeopardy together. Oh and really? He couldn't figure out how to use the buzzer and I won the first round <laughs> and then I taught him how to use the buzzer and he won the whole freaking thing. Yeah, you're like why I was did like I do why that? did I teach him how to use the buzzer? Cuz he couldn't get the timing down. It's like the lights go 1 2 3 then you hit the buzzer. Uh-huh. And he couldn't quite I think he was hitting it on 3 instead of like the fourth. Right. Something like that. So well, I taught him how to the use right the buzzer. Thing, though. You know, I did. You know what? And you he would have felt bad. I still got t- Sony won. electronics. I got a laser disc player, so I'm okay. Laser disc. I got a laser disc player. <laughs> I wouldn't give that thing up until my husband made me. He was like, we are not keeping the laser disc player. I was like, it's my obsession. Those laser discs are expensive. And I would go into the laser disc store <laughs> and try to find, um, I'm like, I need The Rock and I need Shawshank Redemption. And like once a week I'd buy like an expensive laser disc movie that I thought would be a classic, uh-huh. some Disney movie. So someday when I'm a mom, right, I'll right. have the Disney yes. movies. On I had this massive collection that Mark was like, we're selling this on eBay. Aren't they like the size of records? They're giant. And yeah, sometimes there's two. We never had that. We never had laser disc. We went from I doubled down VHS on laser to... I guess DVDs. 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 Yeah. So I was in. The, there was a laserdisc store in LA called Dave's Laserdisc. It's where the um, well, Pier One, which is now gone too, I think, um, in the middle of Studio City. And I'd go in there once a week and buy my disc. And um, and they at one point were like, "We want to talk to you about DVDs, these DVD players." And I'm like, "Uh huh." And then there'll be CPC players and QPT. <laughs> You're like, players. No, no. I'm, I'm going to stick with my laserdisc. Thanks very much for trying to upsell right. me. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I yeah, I doubled down on the laser disc and bought way too many of them, and and now we've got DVDs for days, and I'm like, and well, now we don't okay, we don't need them, we don't need them, and but but do we? Here's the thing, like you know these you watch movies, but you don't own them anymore. Yeah, it's kind of nice to it could own go away. things. Could be taken away. Could be taken away at any time. It's true. I, I own DVDs still because I, yeah, I'm children and car trips. Yeah, but my car doesn't have them anymore. My car doesn't like we used to. One of my favorite things with the kids was stick them in the back of the car and play them. And I would, I've listened to Shrek probably five hundred times. I have seen in the car Little Mermaid two more times than any other human. Seen it or well, heard it? Really listened. Listen, yeah, yeah. Little Mermaid two. <laughs> like I could say, there's a lot of movies I've listened to that I have not seen, like Br- Big Brother or something. Uh, Brother, oh Brother gosh. Bear, Brother Bear. I've heard that one, but I've never seen it. Like there's a few of these Disney movies and whatnot, DreamWorks movies <laughs> that I've never seen, but I. Yeah, I still have the discs. But you could but recite them because you've yeah, heard them so many times. I know what happens. I just yeah. don't know what it looks like. Right. <laughs> That's why I always have to be like, 
Now, Kenai is which one, and who's the? Is that a bear or is that a wolf or is that a? Yeah, I don't know. No, but I but I have my DVDs, and I'm not I'm not letting go of them, no matter what my husband said. My husband also liked to like get rid of stuff. Like, no, 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 no. Oh, I'm the same way. Don't keep this me. stuff, you know. Yeah. And that's a good you just point. Never know. I mean, I don't know. Uh, I'm really not getting. I like everything. I was really upset that. when iTunes kind of made you like go like online or whatever with them, and like you don't own music anymore. Yeah, that's true. Oh, the streaming instead. Yeah. Of, yeah. Well, it's, I also got mad when they went from ninety nine cents a song to a dollar thirty a song. You're like, what happened here? Yeah, <laughs> they're just and they can do that and they can do that and they you can do that at any time. You yep. have nothing. There's nothing what you, are you can gonna do. do. Whereas I if you owned back it in my day, I know, back in the day, <laughs> back in the eight track, it's just ninety nine cents. <laughs> that's right. And gas was only. Oh, let's yeah, not that talk was about only that. two years ago. Yeah, let's <laughs> <laughs> not talk about. Yeah, not hard to Moving remember. To Nashville, gas was half the price. Oh, it was nice to move to Nashville from. Uh, well, even from Connecticut because the gas prices were so. I was just in Tahoe and gas was seven dollars. Yeah, that's how it is. I mean, LA. LA. Yeah, yeah, but here it's five dollars. I I, I saw a place the other day for three twenty nine. Yeah, here it's I got, couldn't I believe think it's it. Going down. Yeah, I, well, I, I we'll drive see. a tank for all of my children, basically. Which I'm praying for them to come out with like a electric version of the suburban. They are. They're working on it. <laughs> Please, Lord. I know. I know. Um, but yeah. So this has been a. It's an interesting yeah, summer. Yeah. It's been an interesting time for prices going up, just not just in gas, general. but just in general. We're like, no. wait, I just bought a thing of grapes, seven dollars. Oh my gosh, for grapes, for grapes. So we all need a vineyard in our I was backyard. Like, and I actually, I was at the checkout. I was like, this doesn't seem right, right? She's like, huh? I'm like, no, it's fine. I'm buying it. I just it doesn't seem right, yeah. right? She like didn't really respond. <laughs> she was like, like, I don't price I mean, the grapes. Right. Like, this is why <laughs> I'm literally like Amanda like, has a little bit of a garden, and mm-hmm. I'm like, I want to put tomatoes, mint. There's some things I just don't want to buy. I should anymore. have brought you tomatoes today. Oh, bring me tomatoes. I've got tomatoes coming out my ears right now. Oh, good. Oh, you've got like a garden. Mm-hmm. I love to garden. Oh, that's awesome. Are you a gardener? No, but I want to. I I like the idea of it. You can. My it's mom so does easy it a to start. Bit. You can do. You can start really small. Uh, that's, I'm just going to start I with mint in a carrots, pot. and then the problem is I leave for a movie and I forget all about it and yeah. come back. Everything's dead, and I I just I don't. I'm not organized enough in that area. I feel like well, I'll and it's hard. You, like really, I, very I decided I went. I last year I kind of went all in on plants, indoor plants, and then of course I left for a month. And my wonderful babysitter is a college student. God bless her. But you know things don't. Yeah. happen the same way. And then all because of this heat wave going on, yeah. our outdoor plants, anyone that had to be, normally I don't have to water them because it's humid enough, but all of our boxwoods are dead. And I was like, Ugh. like all the ones in the pots. That's bad. Yeah. I'm like, eh. But, um, yeah, so the idea of it's great, but I think you just need to have that time. Yeah. Well, and there are certain things you can plant that you can just ignore. There are that, some. I need a list. There are some. Will you give me a list? Yes, <laughs> okay, I can help you with that. Indoor Thank succulents you. and air plants. Those are well, and outdoor you can also do succulents, but if you want like things you can actually eat, yeah. lettuces are great. You can't kill mint. Um, going it seems. into yeah. mint, mint, you okay. cannot kill. I took one from your garden. I know, and, and it's I everywhere. still have it. <laughs> yeah, I've I have more mint than I <laughs> mint is invasive. Mint I've, and tomatoes. I, I feel like a summer tomatoes, salad is coming right. Uh, like that's cucumber. <laughs> Actually, with some watermelon, grab some watermelon and some feta cheese, and you got a salad. watermelons have never been successful for me. I don't know why. We can buy the watermelon, but yeah. everything else, everything else, right? yeah. top it up, and yeah. I also have more lavender than I know what to do with. What? Ooh, that's just lovely. Good pollinator. And now I have volunteer plants after so many years of doing this. Things just pop up in places. Like volunteer plants? Yeah, like right, yeah, that's what they call them because they just show They're up. volunteering themselves. Yeah. And so you're I, in the volunteer state, so. I have a random tomato in between my blueberries right now that's just like. But you have a blueberry plant? 
I have lots of blueberry plants. I want a blueberry. <laughs> That's fine. Okay, forget the tomatoes. I just want a blueberry plant. My kids eat so many I blueberries. Will help you talk about like plant you need your grapes. Garden. Yeah. And I need blueberries. I need grapes. Blueberries you just ignore too. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. This, right. I do I want a list. And I feel like the listeners or the watchers are want the list too, right? Okay. Yeah, we need I'll a make list a list of of good like especially ones that just grow quickly and yeah. like and I want to propagate. I'm just gonna pull yours. My blue, from my blueberries? Yeah, can I just propagate? Can I just pull like a stem I, and I'm stick sure it in we some can. soil? I'll find out. I'm all about propagating. Propagate. I'm all about it. All right. I don't know. <laughs> Volunteering. All right. I feel all like growing things words. from seeds don't really work for me. No, blueberry plants, sometimes it's better to buy a mature one, especially if you want a lot okay. quickly. Okay. Because they're slow growers. Where do you find a blueberry plant? I've never I've seen one. I've got the one. best nursery in town. I'll take you. <gasps> She's a wealth of information. You yeah. need to lean on this one. <laughs> I am. I really am. Uh, we'll go to you for numbers. We go to you for plans. There we go. I'm kind of useless, but we'll Everything we'll else. figure something else. So <laughs> for laser disc players, laser disc players, all your laser, laser disc. I got you covered. <laughs> oh, got and weather. Covered. I can handle weather. Oh, she's a weather girl. Isn't that hilarious? Oh, really? I'm a weather forecaster. Oh my god. She lets us know when there's a tornado coming through. She's like, everybody, take shelter. Do you have like an app that gives you numbers? Yeah, I, so I have a radar on my phone. I also have it on my computer, and um, I take all of my data from Allison House, and uh, that way I can keep up with everybody's addresses, and I know exactly what's coming when. I have alerts wow. set up. It's she'll she'll uh, she'll alert you. Do you do a weather show? No, I don't. I just so as a kid, I was not good at math, uh-huh. or so I thought. And so when it came time for college, I was more in the creative space and so I did fashion and fine art well as I got older I still loved weather and I was like oh I'm not good at math and you need to be really good at math to be a meteorologist well you do but you can be a weather forecaster and all the meteorologists create the data and you can interpret it Uh, and yes 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 so that's cool I went to school for weather forecasting (laughs) um real quick because I just noticed some Drinking on my Dolly for president. So you worked with Dolly. I did. And we are in Nashville right now. <gasps> yes, we and are. And you worked with, with she's Dolly. Our, she's at, our idol. She's at our, Dollywood. I mean, Dolly for president. At yeah. Dollywood. I haven't been to Dollywood yet. We need to oh go my to gosh. Dollywood. Because it was closed. I was supposed to go in February, guys. It was closed. I didn't know it was going to be closed. Yeah, I know. It's seasonal. Um, but they're, it's they open amazing. They time though, right? They do. I think they're open right now. It just know. closed from January through March. And of course, I booked it in February. Right. Yes, yes. No, we um we uh, shot there. So we shot a lot of the movie Christmas at Dollywood in Vancouver, and then we shot a few days at Dollywood. And because they weren't going to open until, like, because of their opening, we had to shoot it in November, which was, like, so the whole movie was, was edited together except for the days at Dollywood. And then we went in and we shot, like, November 6th, 7th, and 8th or something. And then, and then they, they had to— in the movie real quick? They yeah, because the movie came it. out— like less than a month later. Oh my God. <laughs> so we, wow. but Dolly Parton was a dream. She was a true professional. She wanted to rehearse and rehearse. I'm like, I'm like Dolly, I will rehearse as much as you want. Like I <laughs> just love it. I was like, yes, right. Just, just, yes. I, her work ethic was fantastic. And everyone around her was sort of there to protect her and have her do less work. But she was like, no, no, I want to rehearse. Mm. She was just great. She had an incredible, incredible spirit and energy and, she walked into the room wearing this head-to-toe sequined you know, oh, cat suit. I just want to be her. <laughs> and and she was like, Merry Christmas, everybody. And we all just like basically fell on the floor. Oh, and then, oh. okay, and then, then. And I, I imagine just, that's what entering the gates of heaven will be like. <laughs> Dolly there. There are some moments when you just wish that you had re- been recording it, right? So we're sitting there rehearsing, and, and this scene was in a, uh, like, 
on a on a stage, and so there were this this the seats. My mom and Draco, who at the time I guess was like seven or eight years old, sitting there, and Dolly was like, "So who's that?" You know, that's my mom. That's my son. Oh, what's his name? Draco. And she goes, "Oh, Draco, Draco." And she made up this little song on the spot. And I'm like, uh, and, and and I was like, "Why?" No, and I wish Alamar was like Draco. Oh, Draco. And oh my god, like gosh. a little ditty and. uh it was so, but like, wow. I was like, do you remind him of this like, like yearly body experience? Yeah. Well, he didn't, I mean, he, you know, he thinks she's awesome, but yeah. he doesn't really have an appreciation for yeah. like who Dolly Parton is. My mom remembers the moment. I mean, I remember oh. the moment. I just wish I'd been recording it. But we're oh. so, <laughs> we had uh, the only closest so used- I come to that is Mason. I was race car driving in England with um, ACDC's lead singer and, um, and he would pick up Mason. Mason was only like a year old, not even, I think like six months and would just sing Christmas lullabies to him and rock him. Oh. And I have no video. Of course, we had like flip phones at the time and I was in England, so I didn't have service anyway. And I was like, you know, it was but that's the closest. I mean, but Dolly sing. That's apparently I heard on her podcast or the podcast they did about her that that's how she came up with the song Jolene. She met a little girl named Jolene and started like diddying it kind of like made a little demo of this girl Jolene's. She wanted to remember her name because she thought it was so cool. Oh my god! Maybe she's gonna come out with a song about Draco. <gasps> oh my, oh gosh. my gosh! Well, that was a couple of years ago, so probably not. We would have heard it by now. Working on it. She's, 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 busy. she's making it perfect. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> she's perfecting it. Yeah. I love that though. That's so. Oh, that is. So and in sweet. sequins. I mean, does it get more magical? And like six-inch platform heels. Like how you? I remember uh, there was the the DP was letting she had to walk in from behind the camera and there were some cords and the DP said okay well just be careful um, I don't want you to trip over those and she goes no you don't honey <laughs> <laughs> somehow she managed to like get a point like across in kind of a strong way yeah but so charming yes she no matter what she does or says she's charming and makes you feel fantastic. Even when you're like, wow, my job, my livelihood depends on you not tripping right now. I still yeah. feel wonderful about myself and wonderful about you. Yeah. We are one degree separated That's from Dolly amazing. right now. I know. I love and that. And let me tell you about her Imagination Library Foundation. So she has this incredible organization called the Imagination Library where she gives books to kids ages zero to five, one a month, um, if you live in an area where the Imagination Library is set up. And if you go to imaginationlibrary.com. Org, I think it is. Com. I looked it up. It is com.com. Yes. Okay. Then you can find if it's if your area is serviced. And if it isn't, then and if you've gotten money, you could maybe be helpful in setting up a local uh uh you know, franchise or whatever okay. uh, to make it happen for kids. So it's everywhere in Tennessee, as far as I know, and lots of other Southern states and randomly other places. I don't think it's in California at all. No. And it's for everybody. And it's for Does everybody. It doesn't matter it, your economic and status they, yeah, anything. They don't ask what your economic status is, so you don't create a stigma. Which is so thoughtful. Yeah. So just every kid under five gets free books. Mm-hmm. No questions. I mean, they just show up in your mailbox. It's that's great. amazing. Yeah, that's really. And the amazing. last one is I think it's like, here comes kindergarten or something. Mm-hmm. It's like sets you off oh. on your way. So it really teaches kids to read. So Before. when they get to kindergarten, they're in good shape and yeah. promoting you know parents reading to their kids. That's just a beautiful organization. Incredible. And it was in 2017 that she invited my Goodnight Numbers to be part of it, and I was just like that was the first time Dolly Parton and I had ever come into each other's worlds at all we got this letter my publisher and i was like <gasps> yes <laughs> i would love that, totally so I would that. yes so the <laughs> yeah, imagination just, yeah. library reaches out to people as opposed to the other way around right oh wow well and some of their books are public domain some of their books are classics it just yeah, yeah. wow yeah. that's amazing and, and then so i have the, I have the letter still but i remember my publisher sent me the letter but they didn't put it like with cardboard backing so it's kind of wrinkled 
But like I, st- I still framed it. <laughs> okay. I was going to say, did you frame it? <laughs> yes, I framed okay. it. Of course you, I did. You and I are very, very Turn alike. Yeah, iron it. I have a Christmas card from Shirley Temple that's framed. Oh my goodness. But um, it's it's actually, it was her 50th anniversary with her husband as well. So it's the Christmas card says like, thanks to your love and friendship. Like we've made it 50 years or something. I'm like, you're, like, yep. you're welcome. Nothing to do with me. I went to her house. She invited me to her home one time, but it was like the highlight of my life. But I framed it. <laughs> yes, of course. I would have too. I had to. I was like, when you get a Christmas card from Shirley Temple, you frame that. So yeah, but, so the book's been in the program for uh, a few years now, and I think it's for three-year-olds. So like when your child, some month, I think it's October this year, I think is what they said, uh, it goes out to everybody. In the oh, program. so like one book a month. So that book is the book that's sent out every month. It's yeah, a like, so well. So depending on your age, so each age and each month is a different book. Oh, I got you. Got you. Yeah. Oh, very so, cool. Uh, yeah. No, it's 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 amazing. And they make these books for very. These are low cost versions of the books. So we basically don't make anything off of it. They they you know we sign off with yes, yeah. let's donate these and uh, and get the you know for me it's about good night numbers is a really sweet book that helps kids learn how to count and on every page so like the five page everything on it has like five of whatever it is there's lots of counting to be done and that was kind of something that happened while the illustration process was happening we discovered well, hey why don't we just make like a whole lot of things to count on each page that corresponds with a number and i also include a 10 frame in there so they start to understand how numbers fit into 10 frames oh, which wow. is how kids are learning addition and subtraction these days yeah so there's a lot in the book and I was just the thrilled, not just to be associated with Dolly Parton, but also um, because I get to get the word out and help more kids. And then the movie, you guys, did you, at, at Dollywood, did you like, do you shoot on the rides and stuff or what, how did, what did you? We shot like on the, like near the rides. I mean, I didn't actually go, I I, I did go to Dollywood. I was like, day, did you go on the ride? not yeah. part of the movie, yeah. <laughs> I just haven't been, I gotta go. So Melissa, I'm yeah. so excited for you. You've been really working hard on getting your immune system up and going really well and getting your body in shape. What's your secret weapon now? Well, I've been using AG1. Do you know AG1? I have heard of this. It's made by Athletic Greens. It's great. It tastes great. Uh, you do a scoop. Oh, no, because I know those veggie things can be not so tasty. This one is pretty yum. Okay. What do you, you like do? put a scoop in your water in the morning and it, oh my gosh, it helps in so many ways. So tell me what it's doing for you. So with one scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics, all kinds of good stuff, right? Ooh. It's lifestyle friendly. You can eat it when you're keto, paleo, vegan, dairy free, gluten free, all the Ooh. things. So it's good for me. Yeah, absolutely. And it costs less than $3 a day. So you're investing in your health and it's cheaper than that cold brew habit. And I love this. They're sustainable too for Every purchase, they donate to organizations helping to get nutritious food to kids in need, including No Kid Hungry here in the U.S. That's and, amazing. Yeah, they do like climate neutral certified, all that good stuff. That is amazing. So right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills or supplements to look out for your health. Yeah, and to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash WWB. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash WWB to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thank you, Athletic Greens, for supporting What Women Binge. Well, we have we have some questions we ask everyone when they come on, and so this is season three's questions. Are you ready? Yes. I mean, no pressure. <laughs> is there a movie that you would watch with the commercials? Yes. Uh, I don't know if I should be embarrassed to say this or not, but Bridesmaids, I love oh, that movie. Oh, I that love is not that movie. That movie makes it's me so laugh good. so hard. Yeah. I'm just on the floor laughing 
And I, yes, would sit through commercials. Except for the puking, pooping scene. That one, I. Sometimes it hits me just right. Sometimes it's too much. Sometimes it hits me just right. And I'm crying laughing. I don't know. I just love when she walks in the street and it's it's happening. It's happening. It's happening. Like, that's why I say I'm not sure if I should be embarrassed to admit that it just makes me laugh. But I mean, I I love that movie. It's a classic. That was like an instant classic. Yes. Have you seen Lost City yet, though? Because I think that's another great, like. I feel like that's one of those. I feel like there has. It's been a long time since there's been a movie that original, funny, and uh, and Lost City was like. It's Sandra Bullock, Channing Tatum, and Brad Pitt. It's really funny. You got to see it. Okay, it's. Really I will. Funny. Lost City. I got to remember that. Okay. Um. All right. Book you read super fast. Are you a big reader? We didn't. I'm not that. a big reader, but lately I've been getting into reading um, these like Christian memoirs because I'm I'm going through my own discovery of faith right now this year, which is kind of a new thing. And I'm fascinated uh, reading other people's journeys. Mm. So uh, Alexa and Carlos Penavega, who they have done Hallmark movies. They are, were in Dancing with the Stars shortly after I was and were friends. They um, they have a new book. Kid. Yes, she was. And he's oh. in Big Time Rush. Okay. So the two of them uh, are married and they've got three kids. I think three, maybe four. I think, I think it's three. And uh, they live in Hawaii now, but they were child actors. And it's a really fascinating, fun little book. It's called um, What If Love Is The Point? And having been a child actor, it's fun to read, like, their adventures through that. Oh, oh very cool. Okay. Yeah, and I read it in just a couple of days, which, like... Never happens? That never happens. <laughs> I, I, re- I, will, I have more books that I've read 20 pages of and then never picked up again. Yeah. All my whole library. <laughs> Maybe we should get her in Tiny Book Club. <gasps> yes. We have a Tiny Book Club. Do you like peer it's pressure getting to bigger, read? But we like peer pressure to read, so... I, I don't know. I get mad. Uh-oh. <laughs> Peer pressure makes me mad. Oh, okay. Maybe she's not ready. <laughs> Wait, how did you do on Dancing with the Stars then? Oh my God, that's a whole different. That was that was more than peer pressure. That was like the pressure of the whole world. The whole world. Did you do it? Yes. Oh my God, it was like so hard. I thought it was going to be. I knew I was going to be nervous about the live shows, but I thought that I'd enjoy the whole process more <laughs> than I definitely did. It was really intense. Who was yeah. your partner? Val. Okay, Tarkovsky. Yeah. So he was great. I mean, they're all great, but they're all very strict and all really yeah, tough. And yeah. it's, you're training like for the and they know what they're doing. And they know what don't. they're doing and you don't. And you're like, um, wait, I, I'm, I feel like I'm behind. Even and, if you danced, you you still feel like an idiot. Like, yeah, it's yeah. kind of crazy. Yeah. But it was a great experience and I'm super grateful for it. I wish I had, I wish I could go back and redo mine because I, I, I had every intention of only having fun and I did not have fun. <laughs> I want to have more fun. Um, is there a favorite show you watched as a teen? Uh, Family Ties. Oh, okay. such a good one. Yes, I love that Have show. Have you worked with Michael Gross? No. Who's the dad on Family no. He is one of the nice, on your next Christmas movie, make him your dad. Yeah. He is, <laughs> he was my dad on a Christmas movie, that's why I know. <laughs> but honestly, like, we were at the Kentucky Derby, and he sought me out and came to find me. He was Nicest. so kind. He is just like, you talk about, like, him and Dolly together yeah. are the people that enter, that you enter the gates to. The ultimate like. <laughs> Christmas movie parents. Oh my gosh, right? Dolly and Michael. <laughs> they would just be too nice. They would be look like, like I want angels. to slap you guys. Like you're, they would just be glowing. They are like positivity. angels. Living angels. Um, we got to get him on the show. He would be so fun. And he's a great talker too. He's just super like effervescent. Um, do you have a favorite fast food joint? Do you do fast food? I don't do greasy fast food, but I do like Chipotle. I okay. will do Chipotle. What's your go-to uh, order there? Uh, rice bowl, brown rice. That's so boring. <laughs> rice bowl chicken. I wanted you to say like a big old guacamole. fried chimichanga or something. I can't do fried. Like I, I taste it and I just feel like my skin, I can like feel it. I don't know. I'm really, yeah. I'm a health nut though. I 
really don't even really drink alcohol because I don't feel good afterwards. Like, yeah. I'm really sensitive to if something's not good for me, I won't feel good. Like your body knows. My body knows. Yeah, it took so me, it took me 46 anymore. years to realize this. Like, I'm just starting to get there where I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to eat that anymore because I feel yucky. But it took me a long time. But it time. feels like a celebration, right? To eat yeah. like something junky and to drink alcohol. It's like a but celebration. Then you feel like crap. But then I feel so crappy. I'm yeah. like, wait, this is supposed to be fun and yeah. it's not. I get that. <laughs> so I get I just that. Feel like a party pooper. People but. get mad at me when I don't eat donuts. But I'm like, I just don't. It's the one thing. That get mad at you for not eating I know, donuts? but they're like, well, because I make people feel guilty when they're eating donuts and I don't eat donuts or um, French fries. <laughs> french fries are another thing. These are things that I could, I like, could be like. I could live without French fries. I know that that's a rare yeah, thing. Yeah, no, I don't no, care about you. French fries. Like, I did eat some last night because we ordered five guys. And even though I had my burger on lettuce, I did eat the fries because <laughs> stupid kids left them sitting on the table. You know, uh, they're, they're, they were there. The burger didn't quite do it for me because I just had like a patty with pickles. So I was like, maybe I need a French fry or seven. Just pickles? I like my pickles. pickles I can, pickles. I, if I you put pickles on anything, I'll eat it. Uh, There's like condiments out there, you know. No, but pickles are good. Like, I, do you like sauerkraut? No. Okay. You, <gasps> what? <laughs> it's the same Wait a minute. pickle. And I'm you a New Yorker. Like, I should like sauerkraut. You like sauerkraut but oh, not yeah. pickles? No, I love pickles. Oh, okay. I just okay, okay. I mean a burger with just pickles is sad. Um, Not to me. What about a little mustard and pickles? Mustard yeah, yeah. I do like some mustard. Is the superior condiment. Yeah. Yes. I, mustard, agree. I, I agree. agree. A little spice. A little spice. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, sorry, we went on a total fast food joint <laughs> binge there. Um, so is there a show that you refuse to watch? Uh, yeah, Squid Game. Oh, okay. I won't yeah. watch it either. Nope. I will not watch that show. My nine-year-old, not only is he into Wonder Years, he's into Stranger Things and Squid Games. Yeah. So um, I had to, he made me promise to watch it. I episode. can't watch those things. How a nine-year-old can't No, my, my son with his dad we'll watch those things. has watched Squid Game. And, and, then I, he, and then he's back sleeping in your bed like mine, or <laughs> maybe that's why my nine-year-old no, won't fine. leave me alone. He's like, no, I don't, and I, I refuse. I refuse. It sounds horrible. It I is horrible. Have nightmares. It's horrible. Yeah, I, mean, I, saw I watch it more it. as a, pr- a production. Like, how did they do this, or how did they shoot this, or why is this attractive to people? Like, I, the same thing with Tiger King. That's, yeah, it's true for research to understand the world. <laughs> I but, just wanted to see what everybody. <laughs> but I'm not planning on doing any shows like that. So Sometimes I feel a little bit it. like I know, right? Sometimes I feel like I have to get a little bit, um, like I just want to know a little bit about what's going on in pop culture. Yeah, yeah. I feel a little like things like I'll Tiger read King. I'm good, but I didn't understand any memes during COVID because I, if I didn't, when I oh, until I watched weird. Tiger King, and because of Squid Games, and like, and also I feel a little responsibility voting for the like, Television Academy. <laughs> like I got to watch a little bit of everything, yeah, but it's impossible. It's impossible. Um, is there a movie that you just don't understand the hype? Well, okay, so I thought about this because, yeah. So there's this movie called Sausage Party that <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know if there was hype over it or not, but I'll tell you that in my household, my husband wanted to watch it. We put it on. He and my son, who was, I guess, 10, and my stepson, who was 17 at the time, and then it was me and then Scott's mom, so my mother-in-law, the boys were on the floor laughing, like crying. I've never seen them all Just the lose names. it. And and Susie and I were looking at each other like, what are we missing? What is going on? There's a scene where like these two shopping carts run into each other and then everything falls out in this mayhem and it's like war and flowers everywhere and there's like the banana. And I was telling, I was telling the, banana and I went, sausage the bananas party. peels were falling off and people were like the, the produce was all dying, these horrible deaths. But it was apparently the funniest thing ever if you're a guy. I, I don't know. Well, you're describing it is hilarious. It is, actually. It was, I mean, the name's enough to make me giggle for it was, half an hour. It was 
like we did not get it. Okay, I'm gonna have to watch this. Just to, I mean, I'm in a house full like you. I'm in a house full of boys. Yeah. I gotta see if I relate to this. But I also I grew up with all sisters but one brother. But now my life is completely the opposite, and I think I'm very much a boy mom. So I wonder if I would get it just because I feel very like very much more into boy things than girl things. I think I'm gonna watch it and see. So you don't recommend it though for women. I, I see nothing. I got nothing out of it. Do you it. like the band Rush? I just have to know because I feel like only men <laughs> like the band Rush. I'm not totally 100% sure who that is. Okay, so good. That's okay. great. I like that answer. <laughs> is there a workout you gave up on? Um, well, this wasn't exactly a workout, but when I was giving when I was going to be giving birth, I tried this thing called hypnobirthing. Mm-hmm. It's a whole program. I did it. Did I you? did it with my second. Yeah. Okay, so I I was super like religious about it, practiced all this stuff, and then it came time for the actual birth. And for the first several hours, it was actually okay. And we actually made a sign for the hospital door yeah. that said, hypnobirthing in process. Like, Don't come in unless you're okay quiet, with this like, kind of Be thing. quiet, you know, quiet voices only. I was in there, ah! You know, I was... I was so loud. I completely gave up on it. Like, I, I there was no way. I, I don't just... think that's... did. Okay, do you know Kelly Martin? Yeah. We have our common friend, Kelly Martin. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Kelly told me about it. Okay. And that's why, because my first one was so rough. My birth was like so... Actually, I'm in that... that what's that? Birth, the business of being born. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Because of hypnobirthing. Because Kelly turned me on to it for my second. Because <laughs> I wanted a different experience than I had with my first. Yeah. And she put me on it. And I did the same thing. Put the thing on the door. Uh-huh. And while I was actually in labor, they had to close the door and ask me to be quiet. Because yeah. I was scaring all the other moms in the ward. Because <laughs> I was screaming, get him out of me! Like, that's literally what I was screaming. <laughs> Oh, but yeah. um, yeah, no, well, I, Draco, I get you. Okay. I get you. Draco had his little hand up alongside his head, and I decided to not do any uh, drugs of any kind. So well, that's I, what hypnobirthing is supposed to right, do. You right, right. supposed to help do you. No, know I was I was full epidural. So yeah, I I I didn't do that. I did no drugs whatsoever, and I thought somehow I was going to do no drugs and have no pain or not. Yeah, I don't experience well, that's what they tell you. It. Hypnobirthing does tell you that they but do. I that's I yeah. But also, his hand was alongside his head, so I think it was probably like develop like. Maybe giving birth to, say, a 14-pound baby. I'm not sure because the head circumference was so much bigger than it should have been. He never yeah. moved his little hand. Oh, and when really? he came out, he shot it up. Well, he's very strong. Like he's very Superman. Strong. <laughs> yeah, like Superman. Like, sh- shot out his hand in victory. Yeah, I first one, I had the epidural. I did everything medicated. I had, like, 14 different things in my body. Second time, I had nothing in my body. Not not a single, not even an IV, nothing. I wouldn't allow anything. And then, like, I wouldn't even let them put the, the the pressure cuff on my arm. I was like, I want nothing attached to me. Oh, okay. And then, uh, but he came quick because also because I, I think because I wasn't doing the medis- medication and because I was at home most of the time. So I, they he said the quick. second one is easier. Than he the was first smaller one? also. His head was smaller. Oh. My first one was a 90th percentile. My oh, second wow. one was like a 50th percentile, much better. Nice. But then the third one, I think my, my water broke too early. So I went as long as I, I went like 48 hours with no epidural and then finally at the end I was like I need an epidural yeah, that's a long time. <laughs> and I was like crying and tell my husband are you gonna be upset with me if I so my middle one likes to tell people that he's a little different than the other kids because his mommy didn't do drugs when she was <laughs> when he was in her belly and I'm like no 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 that's supposed to be a good thing that I didn't have <laughs> medication maybe let's uh, say the epidural but he likes to tell people I wasn't on drugs with him like I was with the that's others yeah so, <laughs> but yeah, I get, I get the giving up on hypnobirthing thing. Like I kind of yeah, took what I wanted and left the rest. Right. I think it helped for the first like section of labor until things yeah. really got going. It, it teaches you a lot about birthing in general. Yeah. And about, about focusing your mind, yeah. you know, mind over matter. And I think, I think it probably helped me get 
you know, farther than I would have been able to It also to teaches you, like, what in the hospital, what to expect that the, the hospital, they want to get you in and out as fast and as safe as possible. But right. what but what birthing experience do you want? What do you want right. to fight for as far as your birthing experience? And yes. I like that part of it. Yes. And, and that's why I put the thing on the door, too. Did you have a doula as well? <laughs> my mom, basically. Okay. Yeah, but no. Um, but it's funny because I remember, I think my nurse was Sarah. Your mom's amazing. My mom, my mom, my mom's a. She's my producer and my doula. I know she's a. She's kind of a Renaissance woman, but um, but she she gave birth to seven, and she gave birth to seven different ways: six with no epidural, one with an epidural, and then her last one. And she was like, "Why didn't I do that before?" Which is why I thought for my first, I should definitely have an epidural because she, you know, wished she had. But like I was sunny side up. She had one that was breached. She had like all of them were different. My brother was huge. One of them came in thirty minutes. I mean, every single one was so different. We all have our own stories, guys. That's right. Um, is do you have a favorite genre of book besides math books? Besides math books, <laughs> uh, well, the, the Christian memoirs these days. Okay, mm-hmm. that's kind of what I'm into. Yeah. Before then, I would say um, probably mysteries, but I didn't read a lot. Like the Vinci like kind of mystery. Oh, okay. Vinci code yeah. kind of stuff. You know, I actually want my husband to read that. I just told him. Have you husband. speaking of Christian memoirs? Have you read any Lisa Turkhurst books? No. You will love them. Okay. Dive into her books. They're so good. She's got a great story. So she's been a Christian author, Christian speaker for years and years. And then her and her husband had like a really rough situation and her life kind of fell apart. And then, but God redeemed it. And it's her story of that. And she's had several books since then, but that book specifically is just like, I think it's, it's not supposed to be this way or something like that. Cause I mean, I went through a divorce, you know. And well, that's what I, and yeah. Stuff. yeah. And if you're, you know, just journeying into faith, her stuff is just so encouraging. But it's all founded in scripture. And it's, I love her. Very interested to check that out. Yeah. Cool. It's not supposed to be this way. Okay. Lisa with a Y. Yes. Okay. I have to check that out. I don't know that one either. Yeah. It's fabulous. I think a lot of us have had that feeling in life. It's not yeah. supposed to be like this. Yeah. Right. This way. What's going well, on? Even it's if you title. don't relate to her <laughs> yeah. story and her marriage, it, it she does such a great way of like explaining how it applies to life yeah. in general. And it, it's a great book. I'll check it out. I still haven't read Redeeming Love. Everybody talks oh. about that one. Have you read that one yet? Yeah. It's yeah, like a Christian it, like, romance novel. I someone here told us beautifully done. Yes. Someone in this room told me to that it's a great book, and it was Angela Lanter, who's in our tiny book club, and she was like, oh, you guys, you have to read it, and I immediately ordered it that day, and it, it was a little bit bigger than I thought it was going to be, so I haven't, <laughs> I haven't yet opened it. So but. tiny book club, that's for short books? No, no. it's just, there's just only like four of us. Well, oh. now there's more of us. Okay. It's tiny because there's not like, it's not like 13 women drinking wine, it's like four of us that like to read. Okay, got yeah, it. Yeah, there's five of us now, right? Six because we added Caitlin Caitlin Bristow because she came on the podcast (laughs) the other day and she wanted to join us. So you'll have to join us. Um, Do you listen to podcasts? Is there like a podcast that you love? No, I don't listen to podcasts. Well, you'll have to listen to this one. I need to listen to this one. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I need to start. I haven't, like, she's not part of the rhythm of my life. Yeah. I, everyone else has a podcast, so I kind of feel like... I know. Do you not have one? I feel like you're the only one that doesn't have one. (laughs) I'm probably the only one. I'll wait till everyone else sort of like... Gets bored and stops, and then I'll do That's one. Good. And do a math one, because <laughs> I would totally listen to that. Not many people would. You might be the only one. <laughs> but everyone so, has a niche. It's, it's okay. Yeah. No, I would love a math one. You know what? Maybe when Draco's, like, you know, grown, then maybe I'll have time. I have to say, it's a fun thing to do when you're, you're the kids like, are at school, so that's what I, I like to fill it in. Well, just homeschool. like, You're homeschooling, so you've got to be working while you're, yeah, yeah, you can't work while you work. So. Right. Oh, my gosh. How do you do that when you're on movies? Well, there are a few online classes that we're doing, and I try to, like, 
It's complicated. You you move it around a little bit. like I move it around a little bit. And, and sometimes not a lot happens. Like maybe only one subject will kind of happen. Yeah. Uh, something that like is a class that's just online that I'm not really a part of that I just sort of oversee. And then I'll check in with him. Uh, it's tough. It's yeah. tough. But we don't really take a summer break. So that way when those times happen... It's okay if it's lighter. You're rolling through the whole yeah. through it the whole year. Well, that, yeah, like I brought his homeschooling stuff here, but he's having fun with your kids. Uh oh, <laughs> he's on the slide. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, do you have a favorite reading spot? Bed. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't. There's no way that at this point I would take time out of the day to read like just randomly. That's just not going to happen. Yeah. Before bed, I'm like, you know what? I can read for 20 minutes. Like I don't have to go to sleep yet. I can't see it makes me sleepy so I have to like my husband reads in the morning so first thing in the morning like grabs a cup of coffee I try to join him but I'm like then I'll fall back asleep too though (laughs) I have to be careful my reading makes me sleepy yeah um and finally we have to ask what are your unread emails how many do you have in your (laughs) inbox I mean okay first of all I save like every email I've ever gotten literally so I mean tens of thousands of emails are there it's weird because my husband... But unread. Unread, it's like 150. Oh. Okay, yeah. Okay. So she's more my peeps. But I... Your people. This one's well, got thousands. Thousands. Oh, thousands. <laughs> Look at her face. But thousands. Wait, you... Okay, but here's the thing. Like, you've probably seen them. Oh, yeah, I you go through them. I just don't mark the unread ones. And it makes me crazy. Yeah. It drives <laughs> that red dot with the number. Yeah, like, and if, but see if it gets low enough, then you... Oh. 6,944. Oh, well, I don't have an iPhone. Amanda, we got to talk. Just get an Android. What? How do you? Oh, okay. Yeah, I have a smartphone. You have a smartphone. Okay. It's just not, it's <laughs> it scared just not me. I've thought many times about not having a smartphone, like just going back to it, like a dumb phone. You know, just well, that's what my kids learned on flip phones and had to do the the, the texting by that. number. You know, the <laughs> boop, 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 three boop, times boop, boop. to get the C. Yep. yep. Yeah. And I and it kind of made them appreciate you know that's faster funny. communication later on. You know, <laughs> what I just did. So you know, you, you pull up Google. Do you have? Does Google come up um, automatically in your search oh, engine? Okay. Yeah. And then you get like the news that's there. You can, yeah. Yeah, I've just turned it off. And it's so good. Because things are just getting more like tabloidy and weird. I'm like, no. I don't want this is taking out. I go to my phone to do something. Mm-hmm. Next thing I know, I'm like, oh, wait, what's happening? What's going on yeah. in the world? Super Where I was going to go check my email or check something, you know, do whatever. Something productive. Do something yeah. productive. Look yeah. something up. But as soon as I go to the browser, there's all this stuff there. This yeah. it's literally, and that's what it's trying to do, is take you away from what you were going to do. Yeah. I'm like, and I'm so glad to find in the settings that you can actually turn that off. Turn off discovery. Oh, I've yeah. got to do I that. I don't need to discover. I'm dis- I have <laughs> I've discovered everything I'm discover- I need. I'm dis- I want to discover intentionally, not yeah. have it thrown at me and then distracting me. Oh, I'm then- so distracted. I go into text. I'm like, I got to text my son to not miss this for football or whatever. Right. And all of a sudden, I've done six other things. And an hour yes. later, I realized I didn't do the one thing yes. I wanted to do. That And so I've just, yes, I have the exact same issue. What's the movie? Social Dilemma. Social Dilemma. Have you seen that? Yes. That's so good. When like the kid is sitting there and he's like looking at the girl from across the mall or whatever. Have you seen? You haven't seen this, Amanda? The, oh, uh, it's about it's about social media addiction, basically. Oh, and what uh, they've done to what they do to try to distract you. It's insane. There's a boy sitting in a mall and there's a girl and he's talking to his friends and she's talking to her friends and they're looking at each other and then the people in the phone, like quote unquote, like right, right like a little kind of like an Inside Out in the movie Inside Out. Yeah. Like, they're they're controlling the board, the panel. They're like, he hasn't looked at his phone in like seven minutes. We have to, what, what should we send him? What should we send him? And they keep trying to figure out what to send him to make him distracted and suddenly gets distracted. And then the girl like loses interest. He loses interest. He forgets about her. Yeah. She kind of stops looking. And then that like connection is gone and he's in his phone and all his buddies are in their phone. And it's like yeah. it, that that yeah. sticks in my head of like, yeah. it's trying to get me. <laughs> <laughs> it is, though. I feel that way about social media. You're the only reason I got back on it. I know. I was off of it for years. It's not just social media, though. It's anytime you go to search for something. 
Like yeah, anytime you pick up. up the phone. Anytime yeah. you pick up the phone, you have to be careful. Like, well, how am I, I, you know, there are forces at work that want us to be distracted and just buying things. Yeah. Distracted and buying things. We could do a whole just things. on this. Oh, my gosh. So much so. So much to say about I know, but we got to let Danica go. But you have to do this or that. Okay. Quickly, these are just rapid fire. Okay. Uh, Superman or Batman? Superman. <laughs> okay. Spray tan or tanning beds? Spray tan? <laughs> yeah. I mean, neither, but spray tan okay. is healthier than tanning beds. That's true. Answer us, you know. Mascara or lipstick? Oh. Mascara. Same. <laughs> <laughs> chess or Scrabble? Uh, chess. I wish I knew how to play. See, it's because of math. It, yeah. That's exactly what it is. The words people always Scrabble say person. Scrabble. I like chess. I like both, though. I mean, they're both great. Sand or snow? Mm, sand. Twizzlers or red vines? I'm telling all your Christmas movie people. just said that. <laughs> so you either. don't do candy either? I don't know. But you were born in California. You should be a Red Vines person, no? She just doesn't do candy. I don't do artificial oh. candy. Oh, okay. So when you yeah. were a kid? I would do chocolate. No, not really. No? I mean, a oh, little bit. That's nice. You know, I can, you always, live forever. I can always taste the chemicals in it. Yeah, I get and that. And just, it's just a turn off. You know? I get that. But I mean, I like natural. Like, I like licorice. Like I like sweets, yeah. Yeah. Just not. I get that. I love Chocolate covered uh, almonds, like oh, chocolate yeah. covered almonds, I love that kind of thing. Like I would eat that for days, so I have to keep away. That's my. I have a great recipe. recipe for those. I don't want to know it. I don't want. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take gardening tips, and... but not the chocolate not almond the recipe. Chocolate. Nope. Okay, uh, mustache or cr- clean shaven? Clean shaven. Mm-hmm. She's Teen Melissa. Yeah. Uh, TV shows or movies? Movies. Plucked or threaded. Eyebrows? Or <laughs> yes. I guess plus. I didn't make these up. I've never done threading. <laughs> it's very painful. I wouldn't recommend it. Looks it looks horrible. I like it. It's fast. It's done. It's like fast and done. Well, your eyebrows don't look great. at mine now. No, they, they haven't been fantastic. done. In, I don't even know how long. Oh, my God. Uh, Nirvana or Foo Fighters? Uh, Nirvana. All right. Yeah. I like it. So, I mean, no, are these things that, like, each of you super like random. more? And no, then... we should do that. That would be a good idea. Yeah, because you said, oh, Team Melissa. I have so great... I well, well, and then, we and then both, if you do score. We quiz each other at the beginning of the season. We are us. so opposite on so many <laughs> That's levels. That's great because then you could do score and then you find out who the guest scores. That's true. We should do that. Thank you. No problem. New game for <laughs> the podcast. I like games. I like it. Yeah, you do. <laughs> okay, so oh my gosh. before we go, we got to cover all your bases because I want people to really check out Double Puppy Trouble. It comes oh, out. thank you. It comes out. Yeah, well, it came out um, July 26th. There we go. Okay, yeah. It's out now. Go get it. For all your kiddos. Yeah. Anywhere you buy books online. Send it and, to and your got, nieces and nephews. I've got 11 books total. You can find them all at mckellarmath.com. There's a big slider button. And you can see your pie video, which is so great. Yes. And if you go to the fun link section, you can watch my pie video where I yeah. sing about the number of pie. And you can learn 139 digits of pie. And I've got Teach lots your kids of, as a Christmas. Lots of, <laughs> a lot of people have uh, tweeted me and, and, you know, reached out and said, hey, you know, my daughter or my son memorized a whole bunch of pie because of your song like they uh, learned the song see i bet tucker would i want him school. to yeah i'm gonna tell him that he's got to so the next time he that's sees the you that's the best party trick it really is i <laughs> wish i could do it when i was on all those freaking best party trick honey. i mean it's Some an impressive cool magic party. tricks that might go over better than you know how many digits of pie i can say <clears throat> let me tell you <laughs> i mean who am i trying to impress now really <laughs> right. you know yeah these days embrace I mean, embrace being smart's weird. always in style that's absolutely right. absolutely but thank you for being here. I'm so excited so and fun to be that here. you that we could see each other yes. and that our boys are playing. And um, I just will make sure everybody watches your Christmas movies. And what, what's your next? Do you have one coming out this, this Christmas? Yes, but I don't know. It's, it'll be on Great American Family, but we okay. don't know what, which one it is yet. So just check out Great American. So you've done a few. 
Interesting. No, I mean, we're, we're oh. considering. Oh, you're not. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, ooh. I've done a few. They're just going to air one of them. I'm not sure which one yet. <laughs> but you have that. a billion out there, so everybody can watch yes, you for Christmas. There are many, many. Between you, Candace, Lacey, me. I'm telling you, we can... the greatest Christmas pageant ever. We just I think put we'll... all of you in a room and let you fight it out over the crown. I think we just need to be sisters in a movie. Yeah, and none of us are like the <laughs> queen. There's I know, that's not what it's just about. So funny. <laughs> we'll just fight over the crown. You know, and well, she's a beauty a magic pit. girl. Wait a minute, it's a mud pit and jello. We're wearing a bikinis. jello pool. Wait, this is getting better. <laughs> I, <laughs> Jill, uh, not There's me in a, a crown in the center of like a Christmas tree. You and Candace and Lacey can all get in that in that the, jello the pool. The side of the ring is like candy canes. Yeah, this is <laughs> going to be great. And you know what? We're all going to say yes to doing this too. Well, are you doing oh, the Christmas sure. con? So are you going to go to the Christmas con again this year? Yes. So New Jersey in early December. So if anybody wants to meet us all, <laughs> we'll all probably be. I bet Lacey and Candace will probably be there. I think. I don't but all the uh, all the people from Christmas movies are constantly Lacey's these things. Sure. Lacey is. Yeah. Sure um, so we need to. Yeah. You guys need to get your tickets and get down to Christmas or get up to Christmas Con, New Jersey. Yeah. Thank you for being yeah. here. Thank yeah, you so this much. Was so wonderful. It was. Thank you guys for joining us here at What Women Binge. Can you do us a favor and give us an Apple podcast review? It helps a lot. Yeah. And while you're at it, you can follow What Women Binge on Instagram and follow me on Instagram. At Amanda WWB. If you like listening to the podcast, you would love seeing it. So you can subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Melissa Joan Artificial for full episodes, bonus content, and so much more. What Women Binge is produced by Laughagram Studios. Our wonderful theme song was written and produced by my cute husband, Mark Wilkerson. Video production by Matt Giesler and Jay Hawley. Audio by Matt Lott. Production assistant, Jen Best. And she is the best. What Women Binge is distributed by Podcast Heat. For more information, visit podcastheat.com. Do you have a question or a comment or a topic you want to suggest for the show? Well, we are listening. Email us at wwbquestions at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you.